It's time to break the mold of what you've been taught your entire adult life. Welcome to Happily Ever Employed. A career is a business, and you should run it like a business. Every episode of Happily Ever Employed will teach you just how to focus on how to do that. We'll interview everybody, from people trying to figure it out to CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. This is Happily Ever Employed. And this is Deetra Giles. So let's continue this three-part series called Get Out. And just a reminder, I want you to, to reacquaint yourself with what you thought when you first got to the job you had. Think about what really hit your mind when you first got there, when you first accepted the position, when you first walked in the door, you had a plan. And your plan likely included how long you plan to be there. Now, for some of you, you walked in the door saying, I'm going to retire here. But for you, yes, I'm talking to you, you particularly, you know, good and daggone well. You did not walk in that office talking about, I'm going to retire here. You know, that was not the plan. When you walked in, you said, I'm going to be here two years, five years, even 10 years, because you knew that this job was a part of your ultimate plan. And now here we are past that timeline and you still there for whatever reason. We're not going to even go into the reason right now because we did that last time. But this time we're going to go to the second part of this series called Get Out. And this second, this Second session, this second part of the series is called You Want to Arg. Right? <laughs> y'all know some of you want to argue, some of you like to tussle. I'm not here for the tussle, y'all. I'm just not. I'm here to help you, but I'm going to be gentle with it. I am not going to force you. I'm not going to push you beyond where you are willing to go. That does not mean that I am not okay making you uncomfortable. That does not mean I am not out here pushing buttons and making you a little tense. That's very different than forcing you. Let's say, for example, going to the doctor's office. I don't know anybody. You might be different, but I personally don't know anyone that's like, yeah. I cannot wait for my doctor's appointment. Ooh, take me to the dentist. I don't know anyone. While both of those visits may be uncomfortable, neither are forced. They're not forced upon us. And that's how this is. I'm not going to force you, but I sure daggone will. I plan to make you uncomfortable. And that's the bottom line. So let's talk about you want to argue. When you think about arguing in your career, I want to talk today, I want to talk about the three people you should not be arguing with, why you're arguing with them, and how not to argue with them. The three people you are currently arguing with, why you should not be arguing with them, and how to end the argument. So let's talk about the who you are arguing with first. Yourself your boss, and me. (laughs) These are the three people you need to stop arguing with immediately. Yes, immediately, I need for you to stop arguing with these three people. And let's break down 
who they are, why you need to stop arguing with them, and how to end this actual argument. So let's start off with number one. Number one, you are arguing with yourself. And let me tell you why you're arguing with yourself. You're arguing with yourself because there are two people that live in your head. Now, I'm not talking about medically diagnosed multiple personalities or things like that. I'm talking about those double consciousness, those things in your head that say, I'm amazing. Well, on the other side, something is saying, oh, you ain't that amazing. And we all live with those. We all live with a monicum of those different voices that are juxtaposed, that are telling us two polar opposite things that are in combat with one another. And oftentimes those things are an argument. Oh, I think I'm amazing. Oh, you ain't that amazing. Oh, I should have got the promotion. Well, maybe I shouldn't have gotten the promotion. Oh, I should apply for this job. Are you really qualified for that job? That is often happening in our heads at the same time. And we have to end these arguments that are going on in our head with ourselves. So how do we end this argument that we have with ourselves? I need for you to go and write a list of your accomplishments. Now, if you have time, you can write all of them, but just the significant ones, things that you have that you have accomplished even though you thought you couldn't. Things that you thought you could accomplish even though you thought you couldn't. Graduated from high school, graduated from college, doing well in a new job, getting the performance rating that you liked, uh, showing up on time every day. Because let's be real, for some of y'all, that is a whole challenge. But anyway, but I want you to write out a list of your accomplishments that you've achieved, even though you thought you couldn't achieve them. Now, two things are going to happen. One of two things is going to happen. Either one, you're going to look at those accomplishments and think, wow, I've done some stuff. Like, I'm out here doing the daggone thing. Why am I doubting myself? Or two, you're going to look at that list and say, I haven't really done much. Now, if you have the list and you're like, I am out here killing the game, Dietra, you are right. Thank you for telling me to do this because I needed to be reminded of how great I am. You're welcome. Now, let me talk to the people that have the number two. The number two is, you know what? I haven't really done much. If that's you, then one of two things has happened. One, you have really not given yourself credit for your accomplishments. And that's about 90% of the people who have the number two that said I didn't accomplish that much. 90% of those people are just really downplaying what they've done and they've allowed other people to take credit for their work, not just outside of them, but even inside their own head. And if they stop to really think about their contribution to the different successes that they have been associated with, they will realize they have been way more successful than they realize. And by they, I mean you. I promise you, you have been way more successful than you realize. So if you feel like your list is really short and you're saying, Deetra, I haven't really accomplished a lot. I want you to go back to your list and write down all the successful things around you that you have contributed to. All of the things around you that you have contributed to. So let's say you have a child that has been extremely successful and you think they've been successful. Well, sugar boo, 
you raised that child. They didn't just wake up successful. That, that, that's not how any of this works. So I really want you stepping back and saying, wait a minute, what has been my contribution to success or successful things? That's number one. That's the 90% of you that are at number two saying I don't have that many accomplishments. That's 90% of y'all. 90% of y'all are underestimating your contribution to success. The second group of people who really don't have a long list. You look at your list and like Deetra, haven't contributed and really haven't done a lot. I'm in that 10%. What about us? If you are in that 10%, then here's what I need for you to do. Ask yourself the why. Why haven't you accomplished a lot? What has been the barrier? And I'm almost willing to bet you the barrier has been fear. The barrier has been the voice in your head, that argument that I told you is already happening. The side that said, you are amazing, you are great, you can do this, lost the argument. Bottom line, they lost the argument. And the side that won was the side that said, nah, you can't do that. Nah, don't apply for that job. Nah, don't go for it. Nah, if you do it, you'll be exposed as, as an imposter. Don't try. And more than often, you have a pattern of letting that voice win. Because when that voice wins, you don't even get a chance to try to accomplish things. You just get settled in the, your comfort zone. And your comfort zone is doing what you already know how to do, not stepping out there, not trying things that, had, that even creates a voice that says, you might not be able to do this. And so if that's the case, I want you combating that voice and saying, well, at least we got to try. Here's the deal. When you try, it's not 100% proof that you're going to be successful. So what? So what? So what if you fail at something? So what if it doesn't work the first time? So what if you don't get it right? You are not the first. You won't be the last. And this won't be the last time but I need you moving forward and trying. So that is the first person you need to stop arguing with, yourself. And the part of you that's saying you can't, I need for you to make sure that that voice loses, that that voice loses the argument. Are there some times when you can't? Absolutely. But most of the time you can. You can either be successful or you can give it the good old college try and learn something. But most often, I want that voice losing the argument. And the way you combat that voice is by actually listing your accomplishments and reminding yourself of all of the times that voice was actually wrong. All of the times when you could do it, you did do it, you were successful, you contributed, and it was successful because of you. You need to remind yourself. That's what the second person to stop arguing with your boss. And when I say your boss, I mean it in both the individual sense, i.e. the person you report directly to, but I also mean it in the global sense of your company, the company you work for, the organization you work for, the team, or whatever the case may be. Stop arguing with those people. Here's the, here's the deal. I need for you to accept the truth of their reality. 
You may, you may sit there and argue and argue and argue and argue with people because you want to be right, but you can't make you right in their reality. If their reality is you cannot be promoted here, guess what? I don't care how qualified you are. I don't care how much success you have. I don't care what you bring to the table. You can't get promoted there. If if their reality is you can't be successful here, guess what? Stop fighting the truth of you in their reality. You can't be successful there. Stop arguing with your boss. Now, does this mean you give up? So let's say your direct boss, not the company boss, but the person you report to boss says, you can't get promoted. You can't be successful here. What do you do? Dietrich, you just said, don't argue with them. My, I didn't lie. I didn't stutter. And I don't want you to change that. Do not argue with them. Now, does that mean you have to leave? You probably have to leave them. You may have to work around them. You may have to find options outside of them, but arguing with them is not the tactic that we're using. So if your boss is your obstacle and your boss has said you can't get promoted, you can't be successful, you can't grow here, don't argue, work around. Now let's go to boss in the global sense, i.e. your company. If your company has demonstrated to you that you cannot be successful there, get out. Stop trying to change their truth. If their truth is you cannot get promoted here, get what you went there to get and leave. You hear me? Get what you went there to get and leave leave. Stop fighting with them about their stuff. Stop fighting with them about their job. Stop fighting with them about their opportunity. It's not yours, especially when they are clear to you, it is not yours. It is not available to you. Can you imagine going somewhere and someone saying this stuff doesn't belong to you when you sit in there arguing with them in their house about their stuff? No. If If you say this is not mine, then guess what? You're right. Let me go somewhere where I can get things that are mine. Stop trying to change other people's reality for you. You cannot do that. You cannot make them believe and be what you want them to be. Get out. Go where you don't have to argue about the promotion you want and the pay that you deserve. Go where you aren't always defending your value. Go where your work is actually allowed to speak for you. Leave. The third person you need to stop arguing with. Mwah. Yes, me. Y'all stop arguing with me. Here's the deal. I've been doing this for a very long time. And I'm not trying to brag but I know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Real talk. Now, if you ask me about accounting, I I can't help you. If you ask me about operations, can't help you. If you ask me about logistics, I'm not your girl. But when you ask me about this, 
this right, this right here, I know this. And here's what I know. I know that people often want me to give them the easy button for career advancement. The only place that has an easy button is a Staples commercial. Everywhere else, it doesn't exist. Here's what the information I'm giving you. I'm giving you information that makes it easier. I'm giving you the cheat codes, but you still have to work. I don't have a recipe to make this, the work part go away. I don't have a recipe to move the people who are blocking you out your way. I don't have a recipe to make the haters go away. I don't have a recipe for any of that. I have a recipe for career success. The recipe that's not the one you've been using because you have the old recipe. I have the easy recipe, right? I have the easy recipe that is just as good as the homemade long way, right? That gives you the same results as the homemade long way, quicker and better. That's what I have but you still got to cook it. You still have to take the recipe, get all the ingredients and do the work of putting it in the oven. And so you want to argue with me about, Dietra, what you said didn't work. It did work. You didn't work it. Dietra, it didn't give me the results I wanted. Yes, because you wanted to go from a janitor to the CEO in two weeks. And that's just not how any of this works. I made it easier, not easy. It's still work that has to be done. And here's the deal. I know you are tired. You don't work so hard the wrong way that you are just out of gas. I can't, I can't fix that. There is nothing I can do to fix the work that you've already put in. I really, I really wish you could hear my heart and know that I wish I could. I wish I had a formula to go back and make all the work you've already put in count, like 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 time served, like somebody that's been in prison, and by the time they get their sentence, they're like, okay, you have five years, but we'll count time served, and they already served four years, like, oh, I got a year left because I have time served. I wish I could. I really do. But the reality is I can't. And if you want to argue with me about how to do this, it's, it's unproductive, It's just, it's a waste of everybody's time when you could really be focused on applying these tools and getting out of your current situation. I appreciate you for listening to Happily Ever Employed. Don't just change your life, change your friend's life and make sure to share this podcast. You can find me at Deetra Giles on Facebook or D-U-G-I-L-E-S on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to email me, you can reach me at D-U-G-I-L-E-S at execuprep.com. That's E-X-E-C-U-P-R-E-P.com. And remember, I love you with my whole heart area. So go out, be great, unapologetically and on purpose.